0: Welcome to the first episode of Not Your Average Feminist, a podcast for feminists of the future. We may not be your average feminists today, but tomorrow we will be. I'm Amanda Elliott. I'm Christina Powell. And I'm Sarah Curran. And we are the team behind your soon-to-be newest favorite podcast. I can say that, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, good. All right, let's get down to business. So what do you
1: think sparked this whole idea for Not Your Average Feminist? That's a really good question, Christina. Thank you for asking. Would you like to kick it off for us? Sure. I mean, I think it all started during the 2016 election cycle and the election of President Trump. Um, I think one of the big issues was the Women's March coming the day after the inauguration and the fact that it made at least me realize, and I'm assuming the two of you as well, that the modern feminist movement did not embody everything that i believed in i didn't feel like i could be included in that as a woman
0: yeah i think that's so true and i think a lot of us felt the same way um even you know regardless of your thoughts on trump um whether you liked him or voted for him or didn't or whatever um, that whole women's march, at least for me, was a turning point in like how I identify as a woman in America, what I believe, and do these women marching in the streets, and you know, the leaders of the march themselves like do they represent me? Yeah, the
2: 2016 election really fractured relationships all across America. Um, I felt this in all of my relationships with mm-hmm. pe- friends back home. Um, a lot of my liberal friends. But when Trump actually won, despite everyone Mm -hmm. saying he wasn't, (laughs) it broke America. And we've never been the same since. I haven't been the same since. Especially
0: women, I feel like. Like, Not to discount everyone else, but I think women have a special place in this narrative. Just... You know, by virtue of like Christina, what you were saying—the women's march coming the day after the inauguration—and how women were supposed to be so outraged, and and maybe a lot of them were, but you know, a lot of them also voted for Trump. And what did they get for it? They were shamed and mocked and ridiculed and called for that. really,
1: really mean names. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, seriously. So, I, I mean, just speaking for myself, I didn't feel like I was welcome in the Women's March and, you know, not to go back so far into the past, but for me anyway, and I think for you guys as well, that's what really sparked this idea. Um, I I
2: went into hiding after
0: 2016. (laughs) Yeah, so so it all started, I guess, with that. And, um, you know, I felt really passionate about this at the time. And so I think it maybe it was the day after the Women's March in 2017 that I did what I do best and I went and started a Facebook page. <laughs> so I started a Facebook page called Not Your Average Feminist and it first just started out as an outlet to, let's say, just post a counter-narrative and try to gather like-minded women together who were felt disenfranchised or discouraged or upset um, or not welcome in the current feminist movement and just felt, as I was feeling, disappointed in it. Um, and so I really wanted to create a place where we could come together and kind of talk about these things and put a different narrative out there that hey, not all women are marching in the streets, not all women um, want abortion like on demand. not all women want gun control. not all women um, want, you know, a minimum wage hike or whatever the issue is, we all don't think alike. And I wanted just an outlet for that. So that's why I started the page um, in 2017. And talking to you guys about it, um, it just kind of grew from there. And um, I think one day it was like, why not start a podcast? Mm-hmm. So here we are. It took two years to get there. I know. <laughs> it know. did. All, I mean, almost two years. Yeah, you're right. Conservative
2: women writ large... I I joked earlier I went into hiding we really just formed underground support groups Mm -hmm. um where we just spoke to one another and we shared our feelings our raw emotions (laughs) because it's it was really conflicting because I we're recording this out of the suburbs of Washington DC and you know
0: we There's probably like three other women in this neighborhood who think the same way we do. Probably not even. (laughs) Probably not even.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And I think, so as as a minority opinion influencers up here, um, you you learn how to be bipartisan and how to appreciate speech of everybody else and how to hold your tongue and be civil when you're having political debates. But the rhetoric just kind of was... It was turned up a yeah. lot. It was yeah. scary. Yeah, um, I remember I was physically pushed around in the street just because I was in line for a party um, around the same time the inauguration parties were going on for yeah. Trump, um, and that was scary to be physically touched by someone and have people run up alongside that's of you. So
0: outraged that you were like even attending one- an inauguration. The like, the names
2: insane. I was called was just outrageous. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. So like
2: it's violence was kind of like what really sent me into like this spiral where i started to doubt myself my beliefs um my own opinion of myself Mm -hmm. and that was scary and it took a while for me to gain my confidence back and also um as a political professional it really sent me into one of my many quarter life crises (laughs) (laughs) um again like what am I supposed to do with my life and my livelihood? How do yeah. how do
0: I how do I overcome that? Do I just quit? Yeah, um, like how do you navigate this weird era of Trumpism in DC mm-hmm. as a conservative female, as someone who constantly gets um flack for being a conservative woman and told like you're not legit or You're just brainwashed, or you're a foot soldier of the patriarchy. You just don't know it yet, and you need to be educated. Mm -hmm. They're there. Like, it's so condescending. Um, And that's what really kind of gets me the most, like day in and day out, is the condescension and the, like, oh, well, you're just too stupid to realize that you are just a foot foot soldier. And let us help you get there, young lady, Mm -hmm. because you have a lot of learning to do. Yeah. To be told you're uneducated. Yeah.
1: The worst, I think, is that it, Women doing this to other women. It's not men saying this about women, it's women saying this to other women. One of my friends told me I was a racist and she hoped I burned in hell. So we don't talk
0: anymore. Yeah. I was gonna say, still a friend? Um (laughs) no,
1: not a friend anymore. But it was I mean, the number of times she called me a racist. Um, I mean, and I have friends that are liberal and my best friend's liberal, and she doesn't care at all that Mm -hmm. what my opinions are where I work or what I do for a living or anything. But I did have a friend and we were friends for 10 years and she no longer, we no longer speak because yeah. she told me that I was stupid and I only voted for what my husband told me to vote for. Yeah. Which I was a lot not of that. True.
0: Like I saw that a lot from so-called like feminists of, oh, you just voted this, like how your husband told you to do. And that's so frustrating. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I had it's friends, very frustrating.
2: I had friends that I realized, oh man, I haven't heard from so-and-so in several months or even a year, um, in some cases. And I was thinking about them and I'd reach out with a text or something. And then, um, you know, we start with doing small talk and then and inevitably it, it's, come it comes up about politics. And then I'm like, I don't know, they bring something up and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's great. That's yeah. not good. And they're like, oh, phew, you're not I, crazy. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> were you worried that I was like a weirdo and they were basically like, yes, and I was scared to talk to you. And I was like, that was a friendship that could have just like completely gone on forever had I not reached out and just the assumption that there's bigotry, hatred, racism, sexism, Mm -hmm. um, all of these isms
0: that are not good. Yeah. So we've been mulling over a lot of this for the past year and a half, I would say. I know the three of us have had a lot of conversations about it. Um, we definitely think that there is a lack of good voices talking about this, and that's part of the other reason why we wanted to start this podcast. Is just who else is out there, kind of providing an alternate narrative? I know there are a lot of con- like strong, good, conservative female voices, um, or just voices that don't fit the current feminist mold. I guess mm-hmm. I should say there are, so, but they're but- not—they're not really taken seriously, and that's what's frustrating. Or like there
2: are good ones. Um, you have. Mary Catherine Ham, you have yeah, Essie Cup, right? you have. I'm now gonna forget all of these people <laughs> that I think are great, but um, they do a really great job of conveying what a conservative woman is, what a strong, confident, smart, um, well spoken conservative woman is. However, um, there are so few of them, and mm-hmm. we take the perspective of more voices not is not bad yeah. because. In reality, people just think there are tokens. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, cool, there are the five Republican women that you see as pundits on a non-Fox news station, and those are the only ones that exist? Mm-hmm. No. And there, so there needs to be more thought leaders creating podcasts, going on TV,
0: writing op-eds, yeah. getting involved in their
2: local and community. really
0: women just saying, like, it's okay if you don't buy into this um progressive agenda, you can still be a feminist, which I think we can all agree on and um you know we want to be part of the feminist movement. We obviously want equal rights for women. I believe in that very much. Um, but I believe that and I also but I also don't buy into a lot of these progressive agenda items and I feel like that is what disqualifies us sometimes um, from being part of the feminist movement and it's disappointing. so yeah and,
2: and yeah, I was gonna say, um, especially now coming right off of the midterm elections there are a lot of think pieces uh they're still fresh in the news cycle you can refresh and you'll find them in all of your in your news feeds yeah. of um feminist women telling conservative women that they have a lot of learning to do um i know that's tongue-in-cheek and i know that's meant to be well who knows what their intentions are that the point is i take personal pride in saying okay I do have a lot of learning to do, so let's dive right in. I want to know all about your thought leaders and your ideology and um, the mission that you have, and I suspect that there's a lot that we share in common, but I'm going to want to, like, really dig in there and then just, like, I have a lot of questions for feminists writ large. Like, why why can't I be a part of this just because I vote Republican? Like, let's talk about it.
1: And I feel like the narrative over the last... 15 years have has really changed within the feminist movement i've taken women's studies courses as well as women in american history and i don't feel like it was as progressively biased as it is today um i feel like if i were taking a class like that now i would be very very uncomfortable and very excluded from a a class i would have probably dropped it immediately whereas Mm -hmm. i took multiple classes as a college republican so it's very very different in the world that we live in right now in comparison to what we were 10 years ago
0: yeah yeah, I would agree. And also, just to piggyback a little bit on what Sarah was saying, um, we do want to learn. Like, that's kind of why we're here. We want to understand the current feminist movement as much as we want them to understand us. So maybe we can finally start to have a dialogue and um, work together on things that we all agree on, like equal rights for women. So let's talk about what those rights are and how we can get there. and um and yeah. we're not experts at this at <laughs> all. So you're, gonna <laughs> see, so you're gonna
2: see us learn, probably mess up, uh Make mis- mistakes, misquote people, misinterpret intentions, but just know that as we go through this, you know, and when we go back and we listen and we're like, Oh my gosh, we were so ignorant. Like we we'll, we're gonna call ourselves out. Yeah. We want our listeners to get really involved because this is not just about being tokens. It's yeah. it's about activating a conversation Mm -hmm. um, across the party within the party with people parties with people who don't even care about parties um let's have a party (laughs) like i just uh, this is supposed to be a forum just to talk about stuff because i feel there are too many well at least i don't feel like i have safe spaces to talk about this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and just know that if we say anything that's ever if anything ever offends you it's never coming from a place of ill will yeah. Um, and we want to learn and we want to grow. And part of doing that is going through these kinds of exercises. So we're putting ourselves out there and we want to hear back from. Yeah. We want to hear back from
0: you. Before we can fix the state of modern feminism, we should probably let everyone get to know us a little bit and who we are and where we come from. And yeah. So um, Christina, Christina, Again, I'll kick it off to you if you want to start and talk a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself.
1: So I'm Christina from the great state of New Jersey. I have lived in Maryland for the last 15 years. I moved down here for college. Um, I've worked in Maryland politics on multiple campaigns as well as conservative organizations over the last eight years. I am a retired diver with a passion for women in sports and how we're portrayed in the media as well as criminal justice reform. Um, And I know Amanda through work, because we worked at the oldest civil rights organization in America.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, Christina and I started working together a couple years ago. Um, We don't work together anymore, but I just knew the second I met her that this is a good person that I want in my little family. So um, what was that, like two or three years ago, something like that? Gosh, I don't even remember anymore. But anyway, so that was a couple years ago. That's how we met. Um, Again, I'm Amanda. I am from the great state of South Carolina. Born and raised. Went to school there. Um, and Go Tigers. And I moved to D.C. literally like two days after I graduated college. And I was just like, boom, I'm out of here. I'm going up to D.C. I'm going to change the world. Um, Not really. But I started working in journalism. Did that for a little bit, went over to the dark side, um, did PR, comms. I've basically have been working in the uh, what we like to call the conservative political world for the last almost 10 years, um, and it's been great. I've learned a lot. i really passionate about women in politics and um, female voices and how we're represented, um, as well as some pet issues here and there, which we'll get into later. But that's basically my story in a nutshell, um, and I know Sarah, our um, lovely third member here, because we went to high school together, and so that's how I know Sarah, and I'm very happy to be able to bring all three of us together to do this podcast and this project, and um, Sarah, take it away. Yeah, like Amanda mentioned,
2: <coughs> we met freshman year, <laughs> so six crazy. period, PE bus. And um, I can't remember who sat down next to who, but we became seatmates and instant best friends, and we bonded over all of our favorite passions like politics and our love for You've Got Mail. I know. Crazy. Crazy <laughs> times. We really were rebels back then. Yes. So I <laughs> am um, also from the state of South Carolina, the great state. Um, go Gamecocks. Whatever. And, um, But I was born in West Virginia, and... Uh, grew up in South Carolina. My dad likes to say we were hillbillies turned redneck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i never heard that before. Yeah, that's, good.
2: that's our family motto. Um, so I moved up to D.C. right after college as well. I got involved in politics while I was in Columbia. Um, did a lot of statewide campaigns there. Moved up right after. Primaries were over in 2010. Um, and I've been working for conservative campaigns and organizations ever since right now i have my own consulting company but i fancy myself more of an organizer among conservative women's groups and i also am really passionate about several um, bipartisan efforts here in dc it's really important to me that in a time that we have such crazy divides amongst political ideologies that we really try to come together and focus on what makes us all
0: the same yeah well said And I will say, we all um, have similar stories in that we moved to D.C. at some point after college and immediately started working in the conservative political world. Like, that is all true of all three of us. But I like to think that we all have very different backgrounds, very different perspectives on certain issues. We are not always going to agree, and I think that's great. Um, And I think we all bring a little bit of something of, of a good, different perspective to what it means to be female and um, conservative or not conservative or whatever. Um, Correct. In today's world. So. I feel like a lot of people will be surprised how much we don't agree with each other. I know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, not all women think alike. <laughs> <laughs> so now
1: that you know about us, here's a little bit about what you can expect from this podcast. We really want to keep this more towards is- cultural issues rather than political issues and we want to talk through these issues with transparency looking at both sides so we come to more of a firm understanding of how everyone is looking at these topics another big thing is we really want your feedback this podcast isn't just for us it's for everyone it's to learn what you and i and amanda and sarah what we all want to learn about so we can open this dialogue going forward and bridge the divide that is happening in this country
0: yeah, I'd say that's that's exactly it and bridging uh, what I think is a huge gap between women on the right and women on the left. We want to be able to talk to each other and understand where the other is coming from and be completely, like as you said, completely transparent about why we believe the things that we believe and why we disagree and um, what we can do moving forward.
2: Mm-hmm. This is not meant to be confrontational. This is, this is really meant to be cathartic and healing. I think we can all agree that... We can use a lot more love and understanding in everybody's life right now. Um, And as we're entering the Christmas season, the holidays, I think that's the perfect way to think about how we're kicking off this podcast and the spirit that we want to carry on for the rest of
0: the year. Agreed. But I think we can all agree that we do are coming from a place where we are disappointed slash fed up with the current feminist movement. And um, we want to talk about those disappointments and those failures as we see them, but also in a, in a healing way, not in a, oh, we hate them way, but more, um, how can we fix things? Uh, how can we be a voice for a lot of women who feel like they're not represented um, every day in the media, in magazines, in, on TV, uh, and what we hear so often is the feminist movement and what they believe. So, yep. Anger is allowed
2: rage is allowed (laughs) i'm gonna steal a whole bunch of other words that i keep seeing in like blogs and stuff but yeah this is this is for us ladies and any men that might be listening (laughs) um so just come with us and just be open and we will be totally open to you and enjoy
1: the journey
0: yes enjoy the journey and don't forget to subscribe so hit that subscribe button and join us next time on not your average feminist Bye! (laughs) Bye. <laughs> Bye! 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 <laughs>